Hello, friends, and welcome to the Heart of Markness podcast. I am Mark. Welcome to episode 18, can you believe it, of the Heart of Markness, where we're going to be continuing on with the page plant thing. And what we're going to listen to today is we're going to listen to um, actually the first reunion concert they did in 1994, and it was more of a trial balloon. It was an Alexis Corner benefit concert in Buxton, England, at the Buxton Opera House. And um, it was in April of 94. And Jimmy, Robert, and Robert's backing band, uh, Charlie... No, not Charlie Jones. Charlie Jones was a bass player. Uh, Charlie Jones, uh, his son-in-law, on bass, and Michael Lee, on drums, played a benefit concert for blues legend Alexis Corner. Um, You may remember... Back in the long, long ago, in my early episodes of Jimmy Page in 1984, hearing how in 1984, Jimmy played an Alexis Corner benefit concert with uh, Jack Bruce and Charlie Watts. Same guy, 10 years later, still a benefit concert. He's still dead. And um, the gang gets together, and they had been rehearsing since February. They, uh, at Robert's concert on the Fate of Nations tour in Boston that I was at, uh, Jimmy waited to speak with him, and afterwards they sat down and they had the same manager, Bill Kerbishley, who also managed The Who. And Bill Kerbishley got kind of a detente, a rapprochement between the two of them, because um, those of you who are old enough to remember, remember that in the 80s, Jimmy and Robert kind of had a feud going on. Um... After Zeppelin broke up, they kind of just went their own ways and kind of sniped at each other a little bit. Jimmy making hurt noises and Robert doing everything in his power to pretend he was never in Led Zeppelin um, until he turned 40 and his career started sinking because shaken and stirred, his uh, third solo album did not do well. So, lo and behold, he grows his hair out and starts singing Led Zeppelin songs again. Funny how that works. Jimmy, same thing. Uh, So both in 1988 decided to start playing Led Zeppelin songs again, and lo and behold, their careers started to go on the rise again. Plus, Led Zeppelin was, again, super cool. In the early 80s, not so much, even though I was around in the early 80s in high school, and I loved the fuck out of them. Um, Blah, 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 blah. 1993, they sit together after one of Robert's shows, talk about maybe getting back together. And uh, February, they start rehearsing a little with the band, Michael Lee and Charlie Jones. And um, in April, they do this benefit concert. And the cool thing about this and why I'm playing it for you is they don't do any. Well, that's not true. They do one song that Led Zeppelin did. They do I Can't Quit You, Baby. But the rest of the songs in this very short set are all just covers. And... The neat thing about it is they never did them again. It was a one-off thing, and it is fun. It is fun, 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 fun. And you will hear now the very first song I'm going to play for you is the first song that they opened with, uh, Baby, Please Don't Go. You know, Baby, Please Don't Go. And the neat thing about that is the original, at least, I don't know if it's the original, but Van Morrison, um, when he was with them, released this song in the mid-60s, and it's actually Jimmy, the session musician, Jimmy Page, playing guitar on the original. So that's neato, too. 
So the very first song we'll play is Baby Please Don't Go, Jimmy Page, Robert Plant, Buxton Opera House, April something, 1994, Heart of Markness. Und hier we go. Welcome back. See what I mean? Fun. A fun track by Fun Fellows. And I I selected this show to highlight rather than one of the early Page Plant concerts because, A, it's unique. And as you know, I hope you know, I like to showcase unique kind of out of the ordinary stuff. And B, there are plenty more episodes to do and plenty more Page Plant shows to go through. So I wanted to start quasi-chronologically considering I did 1996 last week, and uh, pull out this old gem. Now, I bought this. No, I didn't buy this. I was given this as either a birthday or a Christmas present. Um, Jesus, probably 27, 28 years ago. It was on cassette, and it was called Page Plant Together Again, and it was a bootleg cassette, and it had this show along with um, a few other Page Plant uh, jams that they had done in the 80s, which is another episode that I will do at some point. They had gotten together a couple times in the 80s. 
on stage and played. Um, some cool stuff. In 1988, they did it just before the Atlantic reunion. Jimmy got on stage with his band, Robert's band, during the Tall Cool One tour, you know, Now and Zen tour, and uh, which I think was called the Nonstop Go tour. But anyways, you know, Lighten Up Baby, I'm in Love With You, that one. Um, and Jimmy got up and played, and it was it was really good. I mean, it was hampered by Robert's super poppy, hey, look, I'm young band that wasn't really uh, ideal for playing Zeppelin songs, but they did, and it was really good. And as usual, I'm digressing and talking about something I'm going to play rather than talking about something that uh, I'm going to play. Anyways, that did not work out well, but you know what I mean. So the next song they played after Baby Please Don't Go, which I, I really liked, um, even though I'm not a fan of Jimmy's using the B-Bender, even though it was on his Les Paul, so it sounded meatier. Um, the next song they played is a familiar one, I Can't Quit You Baby, in more of the um, 1970 Royal Albert Hall version on the DVD, kind of using that as a template, without, of course, the, the, the high Robert vocals of, of yore. Um, the th- Michael Lee does an admirable job on drums. Charlie Jones does a good job on bass. And although they're not Bonham and Jonesy, uh, they don't get in the way here. And um, what I love about this is that Jimmy goes for it. He does not stumble and fall. I mean, he doesn't sound like Jimmy of 1970, obviously. But he plays admirably, and everything that he goes for, he pulls off fine. Um, no real bum notes, nothing kind of cringeworthy, like he sometimes happened in the 80s where it was like, oh, what were you thinking? It's fun. It's good. It has some passion. It has some fire to it. And Jimmy plays really well. It's nice to hear Jimmy Page play the fucking blues on a Les Paul. And it's especially nice to hear him play it with Robert. And hearing this I Can't Quit You Baby is, to me, more entertaining than um, the latter days since I've been loving you arrangements from the Page Plant Tour. Actually, from 1977 onwards. This, um, This makes me smile. So I'm going to play it for you in the hopes it's going to make you smile. If nothing else, it's fucking cool. So enjoy it, my friends.
Welcome back, y'all. That was awesome, huh? And it was fun, and Jimmy played the fuck out of it. And what I loved about it is that they played it just like in Days of Yore. And you could tell 
that these are now middle-aged men. They're not hitting it out of the park like before. It's kind of like, you know what it's like? It's kind of like watching like a, a, a latter-day fight, one of uh, Muhammad Ali's late fights. Not at the end when it was just sad, but when he had, um, he was starting to slow down. He was older. He was getting a little punch drunk maybe, um, or the Parkinson's. But he was just, you know, he wasn't as fast as he was. He was still excellent. He was still the champ. But um, he didn't have the natural uh, vitality and uh, zoom of youth. So he had to rely on skill and natural talent. And that's what these guys are doing. You know, they're not the 20-year-olds that they were back at the Royal Albert Hall. Actually, Jimmy was 24. That was his 24th birthday. No, 26th birthday, um, Royal Albert Hall. But anyways, I hope you follow me and know what I mean. And um, sorry if I'm a little off today. Everything's cool, but um, the microphone cable that I use is is on its way out. I bought a very cheap uh, XLR to USB mic cable and uh, like two years ago when I started the podcast. And uh, the connectors are, I think there's a broken solder joint, so... I have to hold, have the mic in one specific exact position for it to work at all, or else it just shoots out static. Um, so it's not where I like it to be. It's actually um, I have to kind of <laughs> have to kind of hunch over like a troll um, to speak. It, it's it's not natural. It's not comfortable. And um, to compound the awkwardness while. There, you see what I mean? It just kind of craps out like that, and uh, you don't like it. I don't like it. So i got to get another cable. Um, or I, I almost just used my, my laptop microphone to do this, but I finally got this to work acceptably well. Um, if there are any more spikes of static, I will erase them. I just kept that one in because it, the, the timing couldn't have been better. Of like, hey, my XLR to USB cable is starting to shit the bed and all kinds of stuff. So I just had that just seemed poignant. So we obviously have limited time before this cable just craps out completely. So I'm going to boogie through. And although we're at about 20 minutes, I have one more song I want to play for you. Um... I think it's it's listed in the CD uh, or on, on the track list of this as I've Been Down So Long. I'm not familiar with the song, and to be honest, I haven't even done any research to Google it, so I'm a bad podcaster. But it's great. I love it. It's fun. I don't know it. Maybe you don't know it. If you do know it, tweet me and uh, let me know what it is. So one last song from Page and Plant before we... Uh, we pack it in, and next time I talk to you, it'll be on a beautiful new USB cable. So, here we go. Page Plant, April 1994. I've been down so long. I think that's what it's called. You know, I should look and confirm it. I owe it to you. Yep, that's what it's called. All right, here we go. Incredible that... Uh all those years ago, uh, he used to travel around with a Lexus and his, I think it was a Zephyr or a Zodiac. And, uh, 
quite amazing the amount of people that he would, musicians that would, he would attract who would come into the fold and go out the other side. Uh, I was working with him one night in Birmingham and uh, the backing band was free, Paul Rogers and all that sort of thing. Yeah. You were great. Happy disposition. And uh, it's just amazing, 15 quid a night and Paul would have done anything. So this one's for Paul and Alexis Memory. there we are fun 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 you know i was thinking that one of the reasons i like this is the the sound is excellent um i believe it was recorded on bbc2 um there is a video floating around of them playing i can quit you baby you can probably find it on youtube or if not other internets and um i love michael lee's drum sound he has a giant giant bass drum and he hits the drums really hard. So there's that definitely that punch 
that Bonzo had. So there is that that I enjoy. He keeps the beat fine. He he was excellent in both of those. Um, he's no Bonzo, but nobody. I mean, that's nobody is. So nobody's going to be able to live up to that. Charlie Jones, um, completely good, adequate. He doesn't stand out to me, but I think he's probably playing music that isn't the music that he would play given his druthers. He's Robert Plant's son-in-law, or he was at the time, and. You know, it's a great gig, but I'm sure in his car he wasn't listening to Led Zeppelin much. But um, they're completely, you know, adequate, good, good. They're good. Why am I being a dick? They're a very good backing band. No fuck-ups. And um, they did play a couple more songs that I'm not going to play because then I would just end up playing the whole show and having a very long podcast. And I don't want to, especially given the... uh, sort of Damocles with my mic cable here. So, that is it for the music. They did play, oh, I was going to say, they played a couple of their songs. One, I can't remember the name of, but it was another song like this one. Um, a little funkier, and that's why I think I didn't play it, because it doesn't gel quite as much as this one did, which is just a nice standard blues. Um, they also did Train Kept a Rollin' at the very end, but you can tell it was an encore, that it was a spur-of-the-moment thing because neither Michael Lee nor Charlie Jones know the song at all. And that's all it is. It's not like they suck. They just don't know what they don't know it. So Jimmy and Robert play it ably, but there's no there's no real solid support and it's chaotic and um like 7 minutes long, but it's not 7 minutes of brilliance. It's 7 minutes of this is hilarious and the boys don't care because it's not Page Plant coming back. It's just a a benefit gig and a very 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 small venue um so they get to have some fun and let their hair down i hope you heard that next week i think i may um move into the 98 tour which was their last but it was also the tour in which jimmy page came back on fire on fire and he hijacked that band and made it his band and started playing How Many More Times, and even No Quarter, which is ballsy considering they left Jonesy's out, and just playing the fuck out of the guitar. Unbelievable. And he he starts developing a chemistry and a rapport with Michael Lee that um, would have carried on had Michael Lee survived, I'm sure. But sadly, he died in 2005 of epilepsy, I believe. Sad. So there is more Page Plant on the way. And you know what? I don't know if I'm going to do a big, long, in-depth Ken Burns Page Plant show. I may just, I mean, I'm kind of doing that with these. I'm giving the story around each one of these shows. You can put it together and you'll know the Page Plant story. There we go. Um, what else? Oh, social media stuff. Thank you guys for following me on Twitter. And thank you for interacting with me on Twitter. In fact, <laughs> one of you tonight... I don't know if it's cool to say the name or not, so I'm not going to. Um, one of them tonight was like, it's Thursday and there's no Heart of Markness. And I, was, I had to be like, slow your roll. Uh, I'm working on it. I post it late at night and uh, I'm working like 9 o'clock, which it is two minutes away from 9 p.m. right now. And I'm going to sign off, do a quick mix down, upload it to SoundCloud, write the thing, and uh, take a shower and feel accomplished. So please follow me on Twitter. 
Heart of Markness. The Facebook group has more people, and there's more shit, more more stuff in the uh, Facebook group now with people piping up and me dropping uh, content in there. A lot of Jonesy stuff in there. A lot of them crooked vultures and um, him solo. Jesus Christ, them crooked vultures. Go listen to them now. The album is great, but the live stuff is even better. I mean, Spinning in Daffodils is an amazing song. Listen to it. So I'll have to do a Jonesy show at some point, and that one will have to really be a doozy because I respect the man so much. So here we go. I wrap it up. Facebook group, Heart of Markness, Twitter, Heart of Markness. Thank you for those of you who went into um, iTunes, into the podcast area, looked me up, and gave me a review. That's astonishing. And that's actually having an impact. I'm starting to get more traffic. I'm starting to get more listeners. And um, I found out this week that, brace yourselves, I am <laughs> charted on the Apple Music Podcasts at <laughs> number 770. I am the 770th most popular music podcast, which is hilarious in two ways. One, because it means I'm not popular at all. And two, it means that I'm kind of popular and it's quantifiable and I'm on a chart. It's funny. It's not a real chart. It's another subscribe to my thing chart, but nonetheless. Um, so thank you. Thank you for the guys on Twitter. Thank you for Facebook. Thank you for making this um, the, the, the first little uh, shoots and sprouts of, of maybe a uh, blossoming community, which I would love to have. So you can talk to me. I will talk to you. Don't be a dick. I will try not to be a dick, and we'll get along fine. On you know Twitter, Facebook, I have a website, heartofmarkness.com. All kinds of neat things. Thank you, guys. Um, I'm starting to get to know some of you, and it's just astonishing that this is a thing that's happening. I have a podcast. You're listening to it. It's so incredibly gratifying. So thank you very much. Happy Labor Day, if you're listening to this before Labor Day. I hope you had a good Labor Day. And if you don't live in America, what's Labor Day? It's a day when we celebrate all the stuff that we don't get, but we pretend we do. So most of us, it's a day off. Not for me, though, because I was stupid, and I came up with a project at work that uh, reaches its zenith on Labor Day, and I have to be there. So I have to work Labor Day, which is ironic and funny. But whatever. All right. I love you. Thank you. Touch base with me. Communicate. Join me. Spread the word. Let's make this a global thing. And, um, yay. Zeppelin's awesome. Bye-bye.